Hey, Black Women Amplified family, it's your girl Monica Wisdom, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Today, we're going to have an awesome conversation, just me and you. If you haven't checked out our previous episodes, please do. We have some incredible women sharing their stories, their journeys, their insights, and all that Black girl magic. And don't forget, if you're just getting here, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the family. Please subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And also, if you've been rocking with me, please just share this with a friend. You know you are my missionaries of this movement, Black Women Amplified, and I'm so excited that you're here with us to share this journey. Now let's get into this conversation. Yes, family, it is me and you, a solo conversation. Like I said, make sure that you check out the previous interviews, the previous conversations with Chef Nina um, and Icy Park. She will love what they have to talk about. If you ever in, have been interested in entrepreneurship and starting your own business and the journey that it takes to get there, make sure you listen to Jasmine Nevels, who started her own coffee com- company along with her sister, and she is a marketing guru. So we take you through her process of going from idea to market. So it's really um, it's really interesting because her pro- I'm an entrepreneur. She's an entrepreneur. We have completely different journeys. And the one thing that I'm highlighting with different people in business is that we all have a different journey. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's a way that works for you and a way that doesn't. But today we're going to talk about finding your voice. I'm really excited about this conversation. Like I said on my Instagram, when I was thinking about what to talk about today, and I've been contemplating it for a couple of days, writing down notes, coming up with ideas, and I was um, thinking about one of the most powerful moments in my life. And I've talked about different parts of my life, my travels, my job, my leaving my career, my starting a new company, uh, Black uh, Black Women Amplified, yes, that's the podcast and the movement, but also reopening my doors to coaching because that's a, a true passion of mine is in everything that I do, I want to remind people of their power and their ingenuity and to help people, Um, especially women, especially, especially women of color um, and men. You know, I've worked with several men during my career and men are great. They have a different set of things going on and there's a different intensity to them. But I really do enjoy working with men as well. And my doors are open to men to work with, too, because at the end of the day, through the work that I do, I'm just simply here to remind you of your greatness, because sometimes we forget. And in finding your voice, it's one of the processes that worked for me was finding my voice. But before we get deep into it, I watched an amazing, I feel like, sidebar, I feel like I need to do a whole episode about the color purple. Um, I have... I had the privilege of going on the set in 2022. Yes, 2022, when I went to Atlanta, a friend of mine was had worked on the movie. And so to see it come, you know, go through the whole process and uh, as much as he could share with me, I got to meet his team. And when I was in Atlanta in the costume department 
And that's where I met Icy Parks, who I did an interview with, and it's up on the podcast now. A great group of people. It's beautiful to see. Like I said, I think I need to do a whole episode about this, but I'm just going to say this. There were as many black people behind the camera as there was in front of the camera. So when they put that team together, they literally put together the best of the best. And if you go back and listen to Icy Park's interview, you will see her her journey and her story and where she started and where she is now. This wasn't people that they, you know, just picked up and said, oh, let's give you a try. These are seasoned, experienced people at every level. I think the newest people in the film was probably, uh, this was Fantasia's first film, and this was Danielle Brooks' first film. But the people behind the scenes, seasoned people. I mean, my friend alone worked on Black Panther, Selma, I can't even name all the stuff he has done. He's worked with everybody from Natalie Cole to, oh my God, I don't know, bunches of people. <laughs> I forget all the people, but, you know, and then Icy has worked on Broadway television. She's currently working on The Equalizer and, you know, she did the, uh, the Equalizer television show with Queen Latifah. And she's worked with Denzel Washington, Ruby D, all of these different people. So when I say that they brought the best of the best to this film, I hope that you take the time to go and see it. Now, second thing I want to talk about before we get into this is, oh my goodness. Now, many of y'all may not know, or you do know, I write poetry. I haven't done it in a while. I write haikus. I haven't done in a while. My my intention this year is to get back into my writing because that's really where my soul soars. Like if I could get back to writing for a magazine again, I would love doing that. You never know. But I watched uh, one of my favorite poets, aside of my aside from Maya Angelou, is Nikki Giovanni. Not only do I love her poetry because it is just so honest and insightful and it shows many different levels of a situation that she's talking about and her work is about liberating black people and being free her documentary is out and it's on hbo max hbo you can go ahead and send me a check but it is a beaut when i i watch documentaries that's one of my things to do i tell everybody i'm a girl nerd I love documentaries. I love going to bookstores. Um, all the things that you, people think that I do, I don't do. Um, but I have, I'm have i a versatile person. You can find me at uh, the Symphony. You can find me at a Ratchet Hip Hop concert, as long as the music was before um, 2007. <laughs> After that, y'all on your own. But NWA, Ice Cube, yes. Triska, uh uh, oh my God, Tris, Tris, I can't ever say the word, but Vivaldi, um, Beethoven, Bach, I'm there. Opera, I'm there. Theater, I'm there. All the different places. Just versatile. You just have to be versatile. You know, you got to do, you have to learn to enjoy different things in life and, and not doing all the same things all the time. But I sell that to say, Nikki Giovanni is one of those people that. When I, every time she would come to town, I would go and see her because not only does she write great poetry and have great insights on life, she's funny as hell. 
Like the way she thinks about life, she just doesn't care. She doesn't give a F about what people think about her, about what people think about what she has to say. And one of my favorite conversations that she had was um, a conversation with her and James Baldwin that was filmed. And if you watched the documentary, Mr. Soul, that was another great documentary about, um, I can't think of the man's name, but he had a, a TV show on PBS called Mr. Soul. And it was the first time black folks, you really saw them in a positive light doing their work. You know, Alvin Ailey, Alvin Ailey, um, like it was his first television performance, LaBelle, when Patti LaBelle had her group LaBelle, um, it was their first performance, the first performance of like Ashford and Simpson. So one of the conversations, and they would have different people. They had um, the guy, I can't think of his name, but Mr. Soul, I'll just call him that, had a conversation with Farrakhan and the guy who ran the uh, ran the television show had a conversation with Farrakhan. And he is, uh, he's passed since passed away, but he was a gay man. And he asked Farrakhan about his his point of view about gay people. And it was such a profound moment because it was a, just an honest conversation. And so that was the first time you had you were able to see black people have intellectual thought provoking conversations. So if you haven't seen Mr. So go back and see that. But one of those conversations was Nikki Giovanni and uh, James Baldwin. So. When these two orbits collided, it was just two planets collided. It's just magic. And that they talk about that in the documentary. But the person who did the documentary and the documentary is called Going to Mars because she's obsessed with space. I think more so than me, but she's obsessed with space. So it's called Going to Mars and it's on HBO Max, Nikki Giovanni. And it's beautiful because you get to see how she has shifted herself. You get to see how um, her illnesses have impacted her. You get to see her reconnect with her son. Like all of these things you just don't think about. But what really blew my mind, and I want you to go see it, so I'm not going to say too much. I want you to watch it. Um, and make a, Even if you're like, I don't know who Nikki Giovanni is, or I'm not into poetry, or I'm not into this, or I'm not into that. Just watch it. Just open your mind to it and watch it because it is just a great story of a black woman who is has lived this full life doing what she loves. And this is a woman coming out of the 50s and the 60s when women didn't have, especially black women, didn't have that many options. So I would say to you, just watch it. And I prom and it's just beautifully done. If you watch those documentaries or docu-series called Black Love, um, I think his name is Tommy, but the man who produces Black Love, he and his wife do it, and they have all those great couples conversation, like Viola and her husband and just different people. He produced this documentary, and it's so beautifully done. It, it really sets a standard. This is the second docu- I, I fell in love with American Symphony, the documentary about John Baptiste. And his wife, I can't pronounce her name, um, she's from Tanzania. Beautiful girl, but just his life, and it was produced by Michelle and Barack Obama. But um, 
And I've that is a beautiful documentary. And I was like, this is the most beautiful documentary I've ever seen. And then I saw Nikki's documentary. I mean, people are really upping their documentary game. Because, you know, sometimes it's just some footage, some raw footage from here, or raw footage from there. But it's just like pieced together. This is a beautiful, the cinematography is beautiful. It's like a beautiful love story to Nikki Giovanni. So I'm going to um, come up off of that. <laughs> you can tell I'm excited. I love a great documentary. I love here. This is why I do what I do here. Archiving and sharing people's stories with you that you may have never heard. Today we're going to talk about finding your voice. Thank you for indulging me in my excitement about those two documentaries. I actually mentioned three. American, American Symphony, um, Mr. Soul, and Going to Mars. Put that on your list. Watch it. Enjoy it. Do all the things. Today's about finding your voice. No, this is not about becoming the next Beyonce. This is not about becoming the next Rihanna or Audrey McDonald. <laughs> if you want to sing, go sing. This ain't that. This is about getting clear about your voice. This is about opening your heart to yourself and what I like to call your soul's voice. Now, what is Monica talking about now? There she goes with that woo-woo stuff again. I keep telling y'all I'm woo-woo-ish. <laughs> I like Jesus and I like mysticism. So we talk about all the things here. And the reason I'm having this conversation is because I think it's important. Um, I share people's stories so that you might get excited about sharing yours. That you might be inspired to, you know, start your own podcast, start your own business, start your own endeavor, start your own projects. Because I know everybody's talking about right now, you know, new year, new me, you know, doing vision boards and making plans, setting goals. But here's the thing. One of the most important things you can do for yourself is to find your voice. I remember when I went on that self-discovery journey, journey for myself, um, and it was specific. I've been on self-discovery journeys before. Learning, I think it's very important to get to know yourself so that your no's can be no's and your yeses can, can be yeses. Um, and to set standards for yourself, for relationships, for partnerships, for all the things. So that when you get lost, you have a beacon there called standards. You have a beacon there called yes. You have a beacon there called no. So I think getting to know yourself is the best way to make that happen. And however you get there, that's how you get there. I have my ways and I've talked about them in, in, uh, in previous episodes. What worked for me, what didn't work for me. Therapy was not my deal. It was not my jam. At the time that I went to therapy, they did not have uh, black therapists like they do now. And there was not trauma-informed therapy in the city that I lived in. So it was based off of um, a white man's mindset. I'll just put it out there. And my mindset is completely different. And my experiences are completely different than a white male. So it was important for me to find a way that worked for me. So I encourage you to find a way that works for you. Because it's a part of the healing process. 
And a part of the healing process that people don't talk about, I don't know if they talk about it or not, but I'm going to talk about it, is finding your voice. And what do I mean by finding your voice? Well, finding your voice is being able to hear yourself. Typically, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, but if this is your first time listening, understand that my philosophy is we are born with everything we need, right? We are born with our personality. We are born with our voice. We are born with our purpose. We are born with everything we need. And if you go biblical, it says we were divinely fashioned in our mother's womb and God knew us before we were here. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact thing in front of me. This is, you know, I don't have this all written out. This is just what I know. And what I know, what I know, what I know is that if you look at a, it look, if you're a mother or you have a niece or a nephew and they're 25, the next time you're around them, pay attention to them. Typically, they act the same way and respond to the same things as they did when they were a baby. And if they don't, the question is, why not? What has taken them away from that original personality that they came to this earth with? What took us away from that original personality that we came to earth with? And that's what I had to ask myself. There were points in my life I didn't even recognize myself. I didn't see myself. I couldn't hear myself. I was talking and I was looking and I was, I was looking in the mirror and I did not see me. And most importantly, chaotic life, things were just out of control and I could not hear myself. I was responding, but I don't know who that was responding. (laughs) I didn't know who that was, what she was talking about and why she's popping off the way she was, why she was so angry, why she was so full of rage. And I knew the circumstances of my life growing up in the household I grew up in and and experiencing abuse and trauma and all the things. But most of the time I was kind because I was a people pleaser. So I didn't want to make anybody mad. But if I got mad, whoo, child, mm mm-mm. I was dating a guy one time and we had a situation and I just simply leaned over because he had experienced that side of myself. Uh, I simply leaned over and said, uh, you know, I'm crazy. You remember I'm crazy, right? His whole, the whole, the whole thing ended. (laughs) And because it was happening too often, I knew I needed to change. And traditional therapy did not work for me. It just didn't. I felt good at the moment and it opened my eyes to some things, but I didn't get resolution. I didn't get a solution. Um, I just really didn't even understand therapy, honestly. I have a friend now, one of my dearest friends, who's a psychologist, and we've talked about it and now I understand the process. But at the time I was like, what is this? And again, it was not just wasn't the right person for me. And I just didn't think at all to find somebody else. And so I went a different direction. And one of the things I did was went on a self-discovery journey specifically to find my voice. And people will ask me, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to find my voice. (laughs) Because there was so many things going on inside of my head. So many other voices. Um, 
you know, like I said, we come to this earth with everything we have and then other people's programs get downloaded into us. What our mother wants us to be, what our father wants us to be, what society says that we are, even our identity, our sexuality, our gender is told to us. Um, we, we don't, and that's what the kids fight against now when it comes to gender. They're like, I don't want you at the end of the day, like, I don't want you to tell me who I am. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, for me, that exploration was not sexuality or gender clear on that, but hearing my own voice instead of hearing the voice of other people in my head that were impacting me, hearing the voice of my trauma, hearing the voice of my fears, hearing the voice of my pain. And that what was that is what was coloring my life. And so everything around me was about fear, insecurity, imposter syndrome, pain, anguish, rage. You know, I was always on an eight. And a 10 only took three seconds. <laughs> 10 only took three seconds. So when you go on this journey of finding your voice. And, and let me let me get really clear. We have we have different voices in our head. We have different aspects of our personality that come out at different times. I often think of um, I have different groups of friends. Everybody always calls me a social butterfly because I'm that girl. I don't have a crew like like the TV show Friends or or um, what is that living single where everybody hangs out together. They do everything together. I'm the butterfly girl. So I have different groups of friends everywhere. And each group of friends has a different nickname for me. So if somebody texts me, depending on the nickname, I know exactly who it is and what aspect of my personality that they bring out in me. It's not that I'm being different for, for, different, for different people. Just different people bring out different aspects in me. Some people it's business. Some people it's coaching. Some people it's, it's my goofy friends. Some people it's my intellectual friends. Some people it's my hood rat friends. And I love all of them, you know, all of them. I have people, all of them, stripper friends, <laughs> you know, all the people. I love all the people because you know what? That's what Jesus taught me. That's what Jesus taught me. So different aspects of myself, I'm, I'm clear on that. But the piece that was troubling me is that I was not making clear decisions that were good for me. And what I came to realize over different processes and things that I had gone through is that I was not acting out of my truest, my soul voice. That how uh, the things that people downloaded in me, those were the programs that were running my life. So I had to go on a, I call self journey. I had to go in and excavate those programs. It's like the matrix. You have to, you know, programs download. Well, now you got to go in and delete them. So self-journey, self-discovery journey is about discovering and then deleting what does not work for you and then recalibrating what does with your new information. So my new information was, oh, that's not my voice. That's my father. Oh, that's not my voice. That's the thing that my mom said. Oh, that's not my voice. That's what, oh, so I began to separate what was mine and what was not mine. And then discovering my voice, some people call it the inner child, I call it my voice. 
discovering my voice, it was like she was sitting over here in the corner waiting for me to find her. And she was scared and she was fearful and she didn't know what to do, just lost and dismayed. So the first thing I had to do was recognize her, right? I had to acknowledge her and then I had to love on her. And that was the point. And then I had to go and delete all of these other programs. I had to delete the programming of my father, delete the programming of my mother, of society, of ex-boyfriends and uh, friends who I might have fallen out with, situations where I didn't do my best, best trauma that I had gone through. So it seems like an, a complicated thing, and it kind of is. But that's the one reason why I created the um, self-love journal to help people ask themselves these questions so they can discover different parts of themselves. Because the, the truth of the matter is you have to ask yourself a different question, not what's wrong with me. What is wrong with me? That's the question I used to ask myself. What is wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. If you're made in the image and likeness of God, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. The question you ask yourself is, why do I make these choices? And then you go and find the answer to that question. It's like doing a thesis on yourself. You have your question, your hypothesis, and then you go discover this answer to that. I don't know if that's right. My cousin who's a PhD will tell me if it's right or wrong. But I think I'm saying that right. But you ask yourself the question, why am I making these choices? Why am I dating the same type of man? Not the same man, the same type of man. When I discovered the men that I dated were just like my daddy, I didn't think I had daddy issues. I said, well, let me stop dating until I get this together. When I um, was quiet and people thought I was quiet and reserved because I'm not a quiet person. Um, When I get quiet, all that stems from my father. Or, or culture, little girls should be seen, not heard. Or people who said this to me or that to me. Every time I went to open my mouth, all of that blocked my words and my voice. So in order for me to free my voice and to love and nurture and acknowledge that little hurt girl inside of me, I had to do that work. But it's also part of, part of is letting go. It's like I teach this in my visioning process. If y'all ever wanna do a vision, a, a, an amazing visioning process, bonjour at Monaco. Is that what it is? My email. Just email me and we can set up some time and go through the whole process. Um, Go to my website and look up the email. I just switched all of my tech stuff, so I don't know what is what. But if you go to monicawisdomhq.com, the email is at the bottom. Just email me and we'll talk about it. But anyway, so when I went into getting clear on who she was, my voice, my voice, my soul voice, and getting clear on what was not my voice, other people's programs downloaded in into me, other people's ambitions of me, other people's ideas of me, other people's expectations of me. Once I was like, eh, not my stuff, 
not my stuff, Ooh, not my stuff, uh, I was able to hear myself. And at first it was silence. It was a lot of silence because I went into a lot of meditation. Um, it was a lot of silence. And then I could hear the whisper. And it was so freeing to finally hear what I sounded like. <laughs> not an imitation of my dad, not an imitation of my trauma, not an imitation of my pain. And people are like, what are you talking about? Here's the thing. We have our own voice, our own opinions, our own ideas. But typically in this society, we are told who we are supposed to be. Because you are this person, you are supposed to be this. Because you are this person, you are supposed to be this. Because you're, you have this much money, you're supposed to be this. Because you have this com um, complexion, you're supposed to be that. And we fall in line with that because we believe what other people say about us. This is a process that allows you to believe what you say about yourself and you discover who your who yourself is. Yourself has its own voice, its own opinions, its own ideas. And typically people like that, we've always called them weird or strange. Um, you know, they've always been on the fringe. You know, we call them conspiracy theorists, but their reality is their reality. You know, it's not your reality. It was so funny. I just I saw uh, one of my old coaches go viral on um, TikTok, and one of my old business coaches, and she went viral on TikTok because she met a man uh, on one of the dating sites, and thirty days later they're engaged and they're getting married. I think, and I don't know. I don't pay attention. Ain't none of my business. <laughs> But she lives her life her way. That's her business. That's her reality. I don't have an opinion on it. You know, I hope that I meet somebody. I want to fall in love this year. And I hope I meet somebody that is is spectacular and is, and is perfect for me. And I feel passionate enough to say I could spend the rest of my life with you. I want that type of love too. Does Now, does it sound crazy to most people? Absolutely. And it might sound crazy to you if you have believed your whole life what other people said that you should be, how you should pursue romance, who you should fall in love with, who you should sleep with, who you shouldn't sleep with, who all the things. If you believe all the other things that people tell you about yourself, including your parents, I'll say that again for the people in the back, including your parents, including your family. And I'll tell you what, this, this self-discovery thing, it takes courage. It takes courage because these programs inside of you have created habits that are hard to break through. You know what I'm saying? They're hard to break through. So it's really easy to get lost again. But at least now you have you will have the tools to get back to yourself. And this is all about getting back to yourself. That's tapping into your own intuition, your own ingenuity, um, your own truth. Even when people say this is my truth, I question that because if you haven't done the work on yourself, is it really? Is it really your truth?
or is it a version of the programs that have been input into you? I was talking to a friend the other day. I have me and my girlfriends. I love my girlfriends. We have the deepest. We either have the goofiest, like we're one end of the pendulum or the other end of the pendulum. Either we have the goofiest conversations or the deepest conversations. Like we go to the bottom of the ocean, you know, we're not pedaling on the surface, but we go to the bottom of the ocean and we have these conversations and was talking about how. I lost my train of thought, baby. This is this is this is this is the grownness of it. I, st- I started to talk. Oh, this is what this is a real. I'm not even cutting this out. This is such a real moment right now. I literally forgot my train of thought. What were we talking about? I don't know. We were talking about so many things, but we were talking about an epiphany that I had. I won't discuss it because it's private. Something not everything is for public consumption. But we were talking about an epiphany that I had about my understanding of a part of my life. And I couldn't figure out what was the block. And I prayed and I meditated and I was doing a lot of writing and then it came to me. And the minute it came to me, I said, that's the part of me that I have got to work on. Because typically we're trying to work on all the things at one time. Sometimes you just need to work on that one thing and then it opens the door for everything else to be healed. And she's, I'm not going to say what she does, but the end of the day, we try and fix, fix us. Again, I said, there's nothing wrong with us. We were divinely fashioned our mother's womb before we were born. He knew us before we were born. We came to this earth as we were supposed to be. We just forgot. And that's why I say in all everything that I do, I'm just here to remind you of your greatness. Right? Your ingenuity. So when you hear your voice, you will it will connect to your higher power. It will connect to that divine universe. It will cut, it will amplify your intuition and your other abilities, your other spiritual gifts will start to heighten because you don't have all that mud in between you and your voice, you and your gifts, you and your ingenuity, you and your intuition, you and your, uh, you and your empathy, you and your compassion. Because the core of your voice is the sound of love. That's the core of your voice. Anything else? Check and make sure that's your voice. Check and make sure that is your voice. Check and make sure that you're hearing yourself when you make decisions. And I'm not talking about, so I want to distinguish between aspects of our personality and our inner voice. Our inner voice is connected to that little person uh, that was born on the day you were born. And then that persona that was created by all of the other programs being input into your psyche. And if you think about 
let's just think about this. And I'm going to end this conversation because um, I think I've given you all a lot. But just imagine all the things you wish and wanted to do. Okay, just think about it. You wanted to do this or you wanted to do that. Just think about all the things that you've wished and wanted to do. And then ask yourself, what stopped me? And I would say seven times out of ten, those fears, those that, um, that imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it, is connected to those programs that were put inside of you when somebody broke your heart and you didn't feel worthy, when you grew up in a household that wasn't loving, or you grew up in a household full of people who were straight-laced, and you know, were, this is how life is and this is what we're gonna do, and then you wanted to be an artist. Or you grew up and you were the weird kid or you were the different kid and you got made fun of, you got bullied because you see the world differently. And so either you went to one extreme or you conformed just to fit in. And how many of us have conformed our true passions and our true callings just to fit in because it's easier? Or you become uh, very isolated, introverted, people-pleasing, because it's easier than being yourself. So all I'm saying is take some time and find your voice. Take some time to get clear about your voice and get clear about who you are as a person so that as you move forward and you're planning your vision board, you're planning your goals for the year, that they are your goals, not the goals that somebody set up for you 15 years ago, not the traditions of your family, not traditions of society. It is okay to evolve. It is okay to change your mind and it's okay to want to do something different. And it's a beautiful thing if you do it because that is your soul's voice. Finally, feeling free enough to be heard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Black Women Amplified podcast. I am so excited that you're here with us. If you stuck around to the end, thank you, thank you, thank you. Reach out to me um, via social media. You can go to the website, blackwomenamplified.com. If you want to know more about what's going on there and or if you're interested in coaching services, you can go to MonicaWisdomHQ.com and connect with, me, connect with me there. You can also go to Black Women Amplified and there's a tab that says work with me and it'll take you to my website. Yes, I built my website, child. Whoever knew that I, I, that person who didn't doesn't know how to work a remote control for television has built two websites. <laughs> Talk about transforming your life and uh, getting past your fears. Listen, listen. Anyway, I love you all to, to pieces. Um, make sure that you subscribe. Share this with five friends. Let the movement continue. The people all over the world in 
Frankfurt, hello. Belgium, hello. Japan, hello. France, hello. Kenya, hello. Ghana, hello. South Africa, hello. Um, Australia, we've made it to Australia. Oh my God. Hello. <laughs> I want to connect with all of you all. I hope to come visit and see you. Hope Black Women Amplify gets on a plane and meets you somewhere around the world. I can't wait for that to happen. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Let me know your insights. Share with me on the DMs, either on, uh, or do it on the Instagram page, Black Women Amplified Instagram page, or just email me and say, hey, you know, this is what I thought about. What do you think about that? I will be happy to answer your questions. Sending you light and love, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. (laughs) Have an amazing day.